Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks Podcast. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying true crime case. Before we get started, just wanted to share something with the listeners. This week is going to be a little bit differently. Normally, we do a longer episode on Monday. Then we have our short on time episode on Wednesdays. We're just going to be very upfront and candid with everybody. There's been some personal stuff going on within the Check the Locks camp, some scheduling issues, things like that, that unfortunately, sometimes when these things come up, they just need to be addressed and we had things that we need to take care of. So this week we are going to be doing two shorter episodes, but we will be back next week with our exact same format, right? The longer episode on Monday, shorter episode on Wednesday, but just wanted to make sure that we were calling that out in the beginning. So you weren't like, why is this episode so short? Anything like that. So with that being said, Olivia. It's wonderful to see you. How are you? How are you doing? It is wonderful to see you this week, considering last week I didn't have a screen. Technically, I still don't have a screen, but I'm on a loner computer, so um, I can see your face today. It's been it's been a week, I will say, so I do appreciate the listeners being patient with us as we kind of change it up on them. But um, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's uh, It's been a busy week, lots of stuff going on. You know, and again, for the listeners, everything is okay. It's just one of those things where sometimes so much stuff piles up that there's things that you have to handle. And and we obviously didn't want to miss an episode if we didn't have to. Olivia and I are always doing everything in our power to make sure that we don't miss episodes and we're staying consistent. But with that being said, 
it has been very busy. So I have to tell you, I am very glad that we get the opportunity to sit down and record this. I know I say this all the time, but this really is one of my favorite parts of my week. And I know it's something that you're passionate about and something I'm passionate about. So getting to sit down and spend time doing this, it it just always kind of brightens my week up a little bit. So very happy to see you. As weird as it is to say about a true crime podcast, this actually is like a decompression moment for me in the week. Um, it's always fun. Like we always have a good time. It's like hanging out with my friend, you know, every Wednesday, Thursday night, whenever we decide to record. No, I definitely agree. And I feel like it's one of those old cheesy things, right? Where it's like, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I think I've said this before, but you know, I go into my day job and sometimes eight hours just creeps by Mm -hmm. where I could sit down and edit our podcast or research for our podcast and look up and it's been like six hours. And it's like, it feels like five minutes. So Right. I just I really love that we get to do this and get to do it together. And I'm excited to jump into it. This week is again, we're doing things a little bit differently, but this week is your episode. From what I understand, we are staying in Louisiana. We were in Louisiana for some breaking news last week. Going to be in Louisiana again. This seems like a very Louisiana heavy month, but I am totally okay with it because it seems like some crazy stuff happens in the state that you reside in. <laughs> so <laughs> way to make me feel good about myself. Hey, could be worse. You could live in Florida, right? I, that's so, what I was thinking. I'm like, you know, it could be Florida. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but well, if you're in Louisiana, if you're in Florida, stay safe, crazy in them streets. But what do you think? Should we just jump into it? On January 13th, 2021, Terrebonne Parish Sheriff deputies responded to a shots fired call at 103 Montague street. And when they arrived, authorities made a gruesome discovery. The bodies of two women were found shot to death. 34-year-old Brittany Cormier and her neighbor, 37-year-old Hope Nettleton. Both were residents of Montague. Detectives immediately began looking for anyone with motive to kill these two women. They used nearby security cameras and witnesses' statements looking for their suspect. With that, they were able to track down 22-year-old Dalvin Wilson. And on the day of the murder, he had been driving a truck belonging to 25-year-old Andrew Eskeen. Both of these men were friends of Brittany's brother, Beau Cormier. Beau, who was 35 years old at the time, was a registered sex offender with a rather large criminal record. This included forcible rape, cyber-stalking, armed robbery, and animal cruelty. And in March of 2020, he had been arrested on suspicion of raping his niece, Brittany's daughter. Police quickly brought both Wilson and Eskeen in for questioning and it was then that they made the shocking confession. You see, according to prosecutors, the rape case against Beau Cormier was strong, and with the victim's testimony, it seemed open and shut. But Beau Cormier didn't want to go to prison, so he solicited the help of his two friends to help murder his niece. Both men admitted to being paid for their part in the crime. According to the sheriff's office, the plot to murder Cormier's niece had been put into motion months before. Eskeen and Wilson had been surveilling the home on Montague Street between the summer and fall of 2020, hoping to learn the resident's routine. In fact, Eskeen and Wilson had attempted to commit the murder in November of 2020, but were unsuccessful. A neighbor had spotted them and put their plan on pause. But on January 13, 2021, a second attempt was made. Now remember, Eskeen was out of town for work, but he allowed Dalvin Wilson to use his truck. When he arrived at the home, he found Brittany Comier and Hope Nettleton. Brittany's daughter and stepdaughter had hidden in a closet. When Wilson asked for the rape victim by name, Brittany knew her child was in danger. And to protect her, Brittany lied and told Wilson that she was the one he was looking for. That is when Wilson opened fire and shot Brittany Comier. 
In an attempt to stop the gunman, Hope Nettleton tried to wrestle the gun away from Wilson. And sadly, she was also shot. Wilson then fled and Andrew Eskine struck. And even more shockingly, John, Beau Cormier attended and served as a pallbearer at his sister's funeral services. On January 29, 2021, the sheriff's office announced that all three suspects had been arrested. Eskine, Wilson, and Cormier were all charged with two counts of first-degree murder, one count of criminal conspiracy to commit murder, and one count of attempted first-degree murder. Beau Cormier was also charged with solicitation for murder for hire. All three men were held without bond. Now, in early September of this year, so just a few days ago, Dalvin Wilson was found guilty of first-degree murder. He was also found guilty of first-degree attempted murder for trying to kill Brittany's daughter. During the trial, it was revealed that he and Eskine were given $4,000 up front from Beau Cormier, and an additional $6,000 was to be given after the murder was completed. Beau Cormier's trial is set to begin on October 2nd of this year. And at the time of this recording, no trial information could be found on Andrew Eskine. I wanted to share this story because I believe Brittany Cormier is the perfect example of a mother's love. She was a woman who sacrificed her life to save her child's. So that's this week's episode, John. It's a little messed up. Yeah, there's a lot of detail in this, and I definitely agree with you. Being a parent, I can tell you from my perspective that that wouldn't even be a sacrifice. It would be like a no-brainer, right? Like if it's me or my child, it's automatically me. Like anything to keep them safe, you know what I mean? But it's Mm -hmm. so crazy to think that this woman in those final moments, the only thing that she was thinking about is, is my child going to be safe? You know? And also Bo Cormier, like what a piece of human garbage straight up to hurt a family member in that way. And then to hire some low lives to then kill that family member because you don't want to go to prison and then to be a pallbearer. Right. I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's a whole lot of evil in that guy. We we talk about cases before where it's like, oh, maybe this person made a bad decision or, you know, they were young and did something stupid. And then we talk about cases where people are evil. This guy is 100 percent. evil. Like it's yeah. it's terrifying that he exists in the world. Yeah. He's willing to rape his niece and then let someone kill his sister. Yeah. And I mean, I don't you know, I don't think he was trying to kill his sister but no, like but he was trying to kill his niece that's just yeah. terrible yeah it's just i don't know it's insanely dark and i'm really hoping that when his trial comes around like there's some serious penance to pay because as you were telling me the story i was actually going through and, and looking up some details on this end and it looks like the death penalty is not off of the table I, it also looks like even though Dalvin Wilson had his trial. There hasn't been sentencing yet. So I'm very curious to see what he's going to be sentenced to. But, you know, I've talked about it before. I'm not a huge fan of the death penalty, but this is one of those cases where if I was a family member, I'd probably be like, yeah, let's give him the death penalty. This is terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's your own family member betraying you. Like that's, it's, I mean, it's, that's just pure evil. I can't, I can't agree more with you on that. I mean, we'll talk about the dead bull test here in just a minute, but this is, Definitely one that I think is going to kind of stick in my brain for a while, you know, 
and I know it was a short one, but it was still, as you were going through, I didn't really say much because I was like, wait, hold on. He did what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's hard to even speak because your brain is just kind of processing what a monster these people are, you know? Yeah. And like $10,000, that's what we're talking about. He hired this person for $10,000. Yeah. Also, what kind of person are you that like you will take somebody's life for 10 grand? Like, how is that? You know, there's always that age old question, right? Like somebody mm-hmm. shows up at your house with a box and how there's much a is it going to take? Yeah. to And it kills somebody on the other side of the world. How much money? 10,000 would not, not be enough. the answer. No, no. You know what I mean? Or where are you putting it on the deadbolt test? For me, this is an easy seven out of 10. And the reason for that is it hits on a couple of different fears that I have. Like as a father, you know, you always worry who's around your kid. I'm sure if you have a little boy, it's just a bad, but my experience is I I have a little girl, you know, and having a little girl, you're always like, who's around my daughter. I've always got that kind of side eye. So for this man to take advantage of a family member to sexually assault and rape a family member, somebody that this person should feel safe with and secure with that's terrifying to me on its own. But then to think that the same person would sacrifice a family member to save themselves. Like I said, it's just an idea of like, there are evil people in the world. There are evil people with their feet on the ground who wake up every day trying to do evil things. And the reality of that, I think is frightening to me. So I'm, I'm going to drop this at a seven. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to put it at like a seven myself. Um, I think I've touched on this before about, you know, like we truly only know ourselves. Like even if you think you know someone whole, you'd really don't, you know, and some people can keep some deep secrets and dark thoughts. And, you know, like I said, this man's just evil. And it's just sad that Brittany and Hope suffered because of this. And it's not to say that one life is more valuable than the next, but I am thankful that his niece's life was spared. Oh, no, I definitely agree with you, too. And then just thinking about like, like you said, Hope Nettleton, right? Like I'm just, I'm at my neighbor's house. I'm just hanging over visiting, you know, mm-hmm. houses probably full of like positive energy because the fa- like it's a family there. You know what I mean? And all the respect in the world to her for trying to, you know, fight this gunman off. Because when you talk about fight or flight, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would just shut down or if I would be like, all right, I'm going to pull a Hope and try to get the gun away. But you know, that's just a, a wrong place, wrong time. And I also think about like if Brittany had survived, you know, what would her thoughts be about her brother, right? Like this is supposed to be her brother and your brother is paying to have your child killed. You know, it's dark in a lot of different ways. Yeah. It was a good case though. I It's sad that this is like literally maybe an hour outside of where I live, but there's just some weird stuff happening in the world these days. And you know, I think I really enjoy doing these short on times, even though this isn't a real true short on time, because you get to hear about things that are happening in other places that are current, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good opportunity when we do these short stories to kind of touch on stuff that maybe we want to talk about, but we can't talk about it as in detail as some of these cases that have happened and then tried and prosecuted and things of that nature. So I'm, I'm definitely there with you. I really like doing these. Well, that is where we fall on the deadbolt test for this week's episode. Olivia and I, we are both coming in, I think, for the second week in a row at Tide Sevens. But we got to throw it out to our locksmiths. Where does the murder of Brittany Cormier and Hope Nettleton fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. Find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We would love to get to know you. John, this episode's technically not a short on time, but it is definitely a shorter episode. 
But I do think we should still read a five-star review, giving that this is going to be a Monday's episode. Hey, I am right there with you. This case was dark. It was sad. I could always use a pick-me-up, a palate cleanser, if you will. And you know, I love sending stuff out to people who take the time to review the show. So yes, hit us with a five-star review. What do you got for us this week, Olivia? Well, you're going to be sending this package really far, John, because this week's five-star review comes from Shells1808. And they said, I'm a huge true crime fan, and I'm also very picky when it comes to podcasts. As many of the same stories get covered by almost all true crime podcasters, I really enjoy listening to Olivia and John's storytelling. I love how you both stick to pertinent information and not try to fluff your show to make it longer and drawn out. Keep up the great work and know that you have a listener here on the Hawaiian Islands. Aloha. So Shells1808, thanks for the review and definitely let us know where you are in Hawaii. I hope you're not in Maui and that you're safe from all the fires that are happening. Um, But yeah, definitely let us know and we'll send you some stuff to the Hawaiian Islands. Yes. And at first I thought you were going to be like, you're sending this to Afghanistan, but no, definitely. (laughs) Shells, I really hope that you are safe. Aloha to you and yours as well. Hope that your family, the people that you care about, you know, those wildfires can be no joke. So definitely hope that you guys are all happy and healthy and safe. And just like Olivia said, please reach out to us. We would love to send you some stuff. We got stickers, buttons, some really cute uh, little cartoon stickers of me and Olivia that I, I am aching to send out to some people. So reach out to us. Let us know. Again, you can find us on Instagram. Check the locks pod. Reach out on Twitter, check the locks. And if you're in our Facebook group, you can always reach out, send us a direct message there as well. If you're not a social person, that is totally fine. Head over to checklockspod.com, click the email button, send us an email, let us know where to send that stuff out. We would love to get you some goodies. And Olivia, if somebody wants to have their five-star review right on the podcast, what is the best way to do that? Well, they need to go to the Apple Podcast app, go to our show's homepage, scroll where you see all five of the purple stars, click all five, and leave us a little bit of love and tell us what you think about Check the Locks. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, Olivia says it best, so I don't have to, but that is right. Apple Podcasts, click those stars, leave the review. We talk about it every single week, but these reviews help us in ways that we just can't even put into words. Helps us get into other shows' recommendations. It helps new listeners find the show. Helps our community to grow, our family to grow, and really just kind of get the word out there about the show. So if you've left us a review, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time. If you have yet to leave us a review or if you're just listening to the show, go into the details of this episode. There's a link. It'll take you right to Apple Podcasts. Type up a couple sentences. Let us know what you think. And you might be the next review that we read. And as always, if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks to get signed up today. We got a lot of great tiers, a lot of great benefits. We got exclusive stickers, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all stuff that you can only get for being a patron. Plus you get the episodes ad free and early. So if you love check the locks, but you hate commercials, that is the best way to do it. So again, if you like what we do, want to help us keep the lights on, maybe contribute to Olivia's computer repair fund, head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks, get signed up today. And of course, if you cannot financially support the show, we definitely understand just listening and sharing what we do with your friends and family means just as much, if not more. So if that is you, you're letting your friends know, you're sending those links, tell them to check out the show. Just know that we appreciate that more than we could ever tell you. Again, just like those reviews, this is going to help us get in front of more listeners. It's going to help us grow our community. It's all that grassroots effort. So if that is you, you're hanging out with us, just know we appreciate you so much. 
that is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to check the locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. We will see you again next week with a brand new, truly terrifying true crime case. But until then, don't forget to check the locks. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.